welcome back to I Am Shatoria. This is a place where we be talking about love, hope, forgiveness, and a whole lot of faith. I am your guest as always, Shatoria. And you know, we always be trying to come with a great show. You already know it is the month of March and we're celebrating March and but we're celebrating Women's Month. I am celebrating women all month this month, just to be ready. However, though, I'm celebrating women that are in business. And so business is big for me because you know I'm in business and I love what I do, but I love linking up with others who, who are operating in their gifts and their talents and they out here just doing it. Today I'm excited because I have an opportunity to be in the presence of a, a beautiful soul who I had an opportunity to meet two years ago, her and her mom, Ashley, and I didn't even know they was mother and daughter at the time, but um, they out here, they doing business stuff. And this young lady has, she out here doing her thing. And I cannot thank God enough for allowing me to just be in her presence and to learn from her and grow with her. And, you know, she's going to be able to tell about herself, who she is, but I want you guys to give a round of applause and a hello to my girl, Ashley Johnson. How are you? I'm doing fabulous, Shatoria. First of all, thank you so much for this platform. Um, I love what you said, a whole lot of hope. And I'm just so excited um, to be here. Thank you again for having this segment in celebration for Women's Month, the month of March. Amen. And, you know, we are, we have a lot of women, of, you know, amongst us that we, we know out here doing it. Like, yes, we are here just really doing it. So I think, and first of all, I thank you because I know your schedule is crazy. Your schedule is busy. But I thank you for, you know, being part of this and, you know, letting people know what you do. But at the same time, you know, Black women out here just really representing lately. So, and I, I definitely got to make sure you're represented because you have been very essential to the business community, the women community, the Black community. I don't think you realize how much it means to see you and how you're out here mentoring people. And I don't even think you realize you're mentoring them. So... Just gonna let you know that now. Like, I, I know I get a lot from you and I, I absolutely respect your grind, your business, um, and then your fashion too. So I'm just gonna say that your fashion is dope as well. So, um, you know, like I said, we met two years ago in Florida yes. um, at the, uh, the, the planner suite retreat was my very first one. And I never forget when you uh, had your part. I was like, oh, who is she? She's talking about PR and she's talking about doing this and this. Let me take notes. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, but I remember during the lunchtime, it was a little chilly outside and we had to come in. And I remember you having this little gray suit. It was really, really cute. You had the shorts with the jacket. And I remember going over to you and I was like, hi, um, I know you don't know me. I just want to tell you, thank you. I love your segment. And like, I really admire you. Like, oh my God, you right here doing your thing. You're young like me. And you was like, oh my God, thank you. And you gave me your contact information. I held on to it, never used it. <laughs> never used it. Um, and I was like, oh, and then when I saw you last year, mm -hmm. I was like, look, she is just cute. She's out here doing her thing. And so I've always kept saying, you know, I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk to her one day and just be like, hey, how you doing? And out the blue, you know, COVID hit. And so, uh, you started your mentoring group. So let's talk about your business. You are a PR, you are here, you're representing people, making sure that they are, one marketing themselves correctly but at the same time you do it with a careness so it's not like you're just doing it because oh i like what i do you really love what you do and by the way you are a howard graduate correct yeah i'm a howard graduate 
thank you for making sure you plug that in. I'm a <laughs> <Howard> graduate. <laughs> but like, yes, yeah, she's a she's she, she's a Howard, you guys. I ate you around here in these parts. So right. she is. So tell everybody about you and your business. Yeah. So I think it's so funny you said Howard. Howard was the moment that I actually started my business. It was in 2011. I had just graduated high school, um, and I had been inspired to do entrepreneurship. And speaking of my mom, mom was like, why don't you look into majoring in journalism? At the time, I was already considering journalism, but I was thinking about broadcast and magazines because I love stories. I loved the media. And so I was like, PR, I'm like, I don't really know what that is. And so um, at the time, my senior year, I had won a, um, an essay contest. Uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with the Steve Harvey Disney Streamers Academy. Yeah. And so I was selected. And so a part of that experience was you were flown down to Walt Disney World for three days. And you get to hear from Steve Harvey himself, folks from Essence Magazine, and then different celebrities um, to pour into young people as myself during that time. And so a part of that was also focused on your career, what did you want to do? What are your dreams? What is your purpose? And so that experience was absolutely amazing because I got to hear from people like Steve Harvey, Raven Simone. Um, there was a lot of celebrity talent at the time that was, you know, talking to us. Absolutely. I was fascinated more so with what was going on behind the scenes um, when people were going backstage with the talent and I was fascinated with how did they get this opportunity to be able to like speak to um, youth? Um, and so how did, you know, Essence, how did they even come up with this programming to partner with Disney World? And so I was so fascinated with that, that I realized that's really PR, that's really marketing. And so I went into Howard as an entrepreneur. At the time, uh, it was freelance work. It was A&J PR, which is the acronym of Ashley Nicole Johnson PR. That was just simple. It was like, perfect. I'll put that together. I got me a logo created and on campus, that's what I did. And I, I really was active on campus at Howard. It's a lot of boss people. It's a lot of people mm -hmm. that had that entrepreneurship mindset because of the culture of the campus working and studying with black students that are the top of their uh, community when it comes to education and leadership all into one Institute was just awesome. And so I was able to uh, organize events. Um, I was able to not only work on campus, but outside of campus, I was doing a lot of internships um, that I coupled into my freelance PR at the time. So um, I graduated Howard. I studied public relations. So I did get a bachelor's of arts degree in PR. Okay. And so it came to the point of finding a job. And so I thought I was going to be able to go into the PR agency world, kill it. I was looking at New York. Um, I was looking at all these different top agencies uh, that I thought that would be my first step into the PR industry. And keep in mind, I thought I was boss. You know, I came from Howard University. I had all of this experience just for making sure that I interned. Um, but I just, the doors were not opening. And if the door opened, it was like, okay, you trying to go to New York and you only getting like 30 to 40K, sis, you don't have to live with four different roommates. I just wasn't set up for that type of lifestyle. And so at the time I was actually interning for AARP, 
my senior year at Howard. And um, they also did a summer internship. So I was able to stay and be an intern. Um, and the internship that I was in was focused on multicultural marketing for the organization that focuses on advocacy and programs and resources for people that age, you and myself, you know? Um, and so with the multicultural marketing department, it was an awesome internship experience because it was focused on marketing to people of color, us. Okay. And so I got a chance to travel and um, manage partnership events with like, you know, Essence Festival, all of the Divine Nine National Conferences, um, all of the, the cool stuff that is relevant to our culture and our community. ARP showed up there so that people could say, hey, we're here, become a member, right? And so I was doing that as an intern. So I'm like, all right, well, this um, job search is horrible. I want to take it up a notch. I love education. Why don't I just go to graduate school and learn more of the digital side of PR and marketing? Because at that time, Howard University was still focused on traditional media. So like newspapers, magazines, right? And so at that point, it was a shift into the digital world. So I went to Georgetown, long story short, was a graduate intern, ended up keeping my internship at AARP. And then at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to just get my LLC and do this like bigger. I want to start my own PR agency. I'll rebrand, you know, get a new whole new brand, a website, bring on a team. And that's what I did. So in 2017, after I graduated Georgetown, I started my uh, PR agency, got my LLC. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to pitch AARP to bring me on, bring AJPR Consulting LLC on to be a consultant in the multicultural marketing department. And so I, that was my first biggest contract, my first client um, with that rebrand as official business. I was a consultant for that team for four years, worked with a lot of different talent, Holly Robertson, Pete, Lonnie Love, MC Light, Vanessa Williams, Donnie Simpson, because they served as brand ambassadors for AARP. And a part of the multicultural marketing team is we, we made sure that they were placed to show up at Essence Festival to talk about AARP, right? And so I got to do a lot of talent management. I got to do a lot of event activations, booth activations. You know about, you know about events. So like, you know, building out booth activations and, you know, working on swag items and putting together programs uh, to build awareness around AARP and what we offer around health, wealth, and personal fulfillment as we age, caregiving, all the things that are really important when we get older that we just don't think about when we're young, Right. Um, trying to make it relevant to the Black community. So I did that for four years, and I was like, you know what, I love, although it's a huge nonprofit, I love the way, because it makes has about 38 million, billion members, it's a global organization, it has a lot of revenue, so it, it works as a for-profit organization, so it's kind of like a corporate infrastructure, although it's nonprofit. And I loved it. I loved the um, structure. I loved the um, working in an environment like that. So I was like, you know, what? I love, I love my, um, I'm always gonna have my business is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. But I wanted to make sure that I could also walk in that corporate world so that when I do my business full time, I already have the footprint. I already have the credibility. You know what I'm saying? So 
after I consulted with AARP, I decided to actually land a full-time employment job within the organization focused on PR and marketing. So uh, my first foot in the door, I was in the um, global policy research department of AARP that focuses on global aging, right? What are other countries doing focused on aging and policies that impact 50 plus adults? So social security, all the things that are so important, right? And so I, my role was to amplify that work through marketing and PR by coordinating partnership events uh, with, again, international organizations that focus on aging, right? So it was a whole different world. So I'm coming from multicultural marketing, marketing to black people, Hispanic Latinos, Asian LGBTQ too. Now I'm marketing PR, uh, I'm marketing international global work and policy work. So that was cool, I did that for two years, then ended up getting promoted to a different department where I'm in now. Um, which is the actual marketing department, the national marketing department of AARP focused on customer experience. So uh, consumer experience focuses on what is the experience that your ideal consumer is going through as they experience your brand and what are those pain points? And so a part of my role is to actually understand the journey of the different members that we have and what are the issues that they have when trying to become a member or trying to understand what AARP does. So it's a lot of pretty much marketing. So I've been in that space and I've also had my business. So um, Shatoria, we met at the Planner Suite, you know, that was two years ago. Janelle Boyd was a client of mine. Um, and so I've been able to balance corporate life and business, you know, as a single black woman. And it's been wonderful. Uh, my PR agency is still going on. We focus on public relations, like you said, brand management and um, virtual event production now that we're in this COVID space. Right. Um, and we just launched, like you were part of last year because of COVID, our social impact initiative, which was the mentorship circle. Absolutely. And so I was so thankful that you were part of that. But I just wanted to give you a backstory of how college was that that kickstarter for me and I had to pivot because I thought I was going to be in the agency world but God said no you're going to do the business first right that was the that and that's so funny because that was actually was supposed to be in my introduction today is how 2020 we talked about it at the last planner suite where Janelle's whole concept was this is the year of pivot and then that was January and then March kicked in and it was like oh snap we're pivoting everything like you know everything pivot but when we talk about you, you balancing the two businesses. And that's the thing, a lot of women don't know how to balance and they start to get overwhelmed. And I know a lot of it has to also do, sometimes we're doing things we ain't supposed to be doing that we're not called to do. So here's the reason why we can't balance it because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And I've always been taught when you start to get burnt out, that's not your gift because you're not gonna get burnt out for your gift. So that's you gotta watch what you're doing and how you're doing it. Which your with the mentorship program that you did, and which was a four-month program from October to December or September. Yeah, September. Yeah. So you had it right October to December. October to December. It was one of those things that um, I got to learn a little more about PR. So let me start off with this question because I, I know people who listening and I know I was when I first met y'all, when y'all talked about AERP, we always in our heads was like, that's for old folks. Like, I kid you not, when you get it in the mail, you be like, ARP, I'm putting this in the shredder because I ain't, I'm not nowhere near 50. I don't know why y'all getting it to me. 
So I, I thank you for even mentioning ARP and what it's doing for the community and for the black community because a lot of people automatically think, oh, when we see ARP. Yeah. Or they think it's insurance or they really don't know what it is, right? Right. Nobody's ever known what ARP is. I didn't know what it was until my, um, funny, my college instructor at the time, my PR professor, I was like, I need a paid internship because I had been interning, like I said, since high school, to be honest with you. She was like, oh, check out these positions, ARP. I didn't even know what it was, sis. I was like, yeah, just apply for this position at a company, ARP. I was telling my parents, like, ARP? That's an excellent organization. Of course they know. That's an excellent organization. And I'm like, okay. But then when I realized it's an excellent organization, I mean, it is. It and that's, really that's is. a plus because you took the time. And, but, and that goes back to what I, 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 you took the time to figure it out. You took the time to invest in and research it and understand. And that's a lot of things that we don't do in our business. We don't take the time to research and see what's going to work for our business, um, how we should maneuver, how we should pivot if we need to pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things that has hindered a lot of us in business uh, to this day. And then I'm going to be honest, a lot of things that's hindered us in business is the support system. And when I yeah. say support, one of the things I've been blessed about is being able to be part of a group where we support each other. Um, and with your mentorship program, it definitely showed that. It showed who really had it in them. They were like, ah, I'm here for you. What you got coming? Wait, I need you for this. I need you for this. But you also taught us how to brand ourselves. We were given the opportunity to listen and talk with other people who are out here doing their thing. Um, and with all the many guests that you have, you know, I've had my couple that was definitely my, my phase. It was like, oh, for real? Like, uh, can't, Marcus. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his last name, but I loved him. I loved him to the fullest. His name is on my list too, by the way. Yeah. I love him because he was very upfront. He was like, nah, let me tell you, this is what you're going to do. And you got to talk to people like they're regular. And I'm like, man, I like him because he was honest. Um, honest about the business. And that's one thing I, I definitely give you credit for is you are very honest about the business. And one of the things that I do love about you is your relationship, how you deal with your business and how you merge it with family. And I speak of that because of your mom. Uh, I, like I said, I met you two years ago, but I met your mom two years ago at the same event. I didn't know y'all was mom and daughter because you was on one side of the room. She's sitting at the table behind me. And when I, you know, when I heard your mother sing, it was like, yes, wait a minute, who is she? And then to know we already had the same set of friends, me and your mother, you come to find out when I went on Facebook and I was like, oh, we have the same set of friends. Yeah, that makes sense. She's very well connected. <laughs> and I was like, wait. And all the friends that I have, they all sing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so we all singing together. And so um, the relationship, I, I love how you, you know, you, you talk to your parents about your things. So let's talk about the supporters because that is big in our business. I, I do see on Facebook what people say, you shouldn't have to worry about people supporting you. Mm, I disagree with that. Again, I know everybody's not going to agree with that, but I disagree with that because even if it's not blood relatives that support, you want that support because you're pushing, you're trying, you're trying to move forward and you want to make sure what you're doing is correct. Um, But you definitely have big support when it comes to your parents. Uh, I've definitely seen, like I said, definitely your mom. So how do you guys manage this? Because your mom has a business. You have a business. I all see you guys on Facebook supporting each other. And, and to my understanding, because your mom got a new album out, you know, I think she said there was a song featuring you on it. Um, I was like, wait a minute, fine, I actually sing it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I was in her, her Christmas. So she had a Christmas single that came out. Yes. I was in her, she, she 
make sure that I'm included, which is awesome. Um, I am more of, I sang in the Howard Gospel Choir. Okay. I'm more of like a background singer and I love singing in my shower and in my space, but I'm, that's not my ministry. <laughs> but, you know, mom is mom. And so I have to respect, you know, what she asked me to do. And so I was a part of her music video. So that was what I was a part of, which is cool. Um, but, you know, Shatoria, I'm really blessed. Um, both of my parents, uh, my mom and dad, they'll be married for, I think, my brother's 30, about to be 38. So I think they've been married for like 36 years, you know, um, and they've had their um, their journey as a couple and as a, a married uh, couple. Um, but one of the things that I am so grateful for is the presence that they both have. Um, my dad was military, which you understand. Absolutely. When I was younger, traveled a lot. You know what I mean? Um, was very sharp. He ended up retiring as a lieutenant colonel. And when he retired, I felt like he really made the initiative to show up. You know, he never missed any high school cheerleading events, uh, never missed anything as far as anything I did on campus that they they both showed up. And so that is just something that they've always valued. Um, And now as I get older, I've realized the reason why they show up is because similar to what we talked about, they were raised by their grandparents and their parents weren't present like that, to be real with you. Their grandparents were the ones that really um, raised them to have the values that they have. And so my mom always says, you know, I wish my mom was, you know, more active and involved. She said, I always wanted my mom to come to different things. And when she showed, when she came, she didn't seem like she was excited to be there. She said, so that's why I always try to show up for my kids. Absolutely. And so I don't think I've seen a mom quite like her where literally anything that I, I mean, she's a social media queen. Anything I do, she's there. I mean, um, I spoke about the Disney Dreamers Academy. She was there with me. Uh, She's there at the planner suite. So she's there to support. And it's a blessing because she was really the one that had had put in that seed of public relations. Mm. And she allowed me to see it from an entertainment perspective because when I was in high school, she had just came out with her first gospel album and she made me help her with the CD release and the concert and, you know, getting placements on radio and Your media. Mama already knew what you were called to do. She yeah. already saw it. She did. She, she did. So, let it water. Yeah. So the support has always been there. My brother, he also is, I mean, a wonderful dude. He is in LA has his own marketing um, firm himself and works with startups, focuses on tech startups and um, is a huge influencer as well. So he's multifaceted. My mom has always been supportive. So has my dad. Um, And so it's a blessing that they have been supportive for both of their kids. And my, me and my brother are 10 years apart. So he's older. So he got to see my parents when they were just getting started. Yeah. My dad just getting in the military from college, you know what I'm saying? So he got to see that side and I got to see them when they, you know, 40 and up, you know, 30 and up type, you know what I mean? So um, it's been a blessing and I always try to give them flowers while they're here, mm. especially in this time right now, Shatoria, where okay. I've got close friends who are losing fathers and mothers. And so I just want to make sure that any platform that I'm on, I have to give credit to my parents for 
number one, breaking generational curses because they could have been absent parents, right? Right. Um, And number two, supporting me regardless. (laughs) I could one day probably wake up and say, I want to be a a painter and they probably still would support me. (laughs) Your parents, it's funny because uh, you and your brother's just like my two kids. They are 13 years apart. And Mm -hmm. my son seen when me and his dad first got married and they're, you know, I've been in the military by that time, eight years. So he saw the mom missing the game situations and those type of things to where um, now he's in the military. And now I have a six-year-old who she gets to see that we're home because of COVID, but you know, I'm on the road maybe once a month type of thing, but I am that mom, I'm showing up. Mm. So she, one minute is, I want to do this. I want to do this. All right, let's go do it. And, you know, I took the time, like you said, and she's like, well, mom, I want to bake cool (laughs) all this money to start a whole business and so um I want to be that parent just like how your parent I want to show up you want to do gymnastics all right let's go let's go I mean we've done gymnastics we've done ballet we've done tap and I won't even lie there's days I know I'm exhausted completely but because I didn't have these show up I want to be that show up for her so when she does get to like your age and she'd be like my parents just kept showing up. Yep, I'm. I will pop up. What you got going on? And you know, military is holding me back a little bit because I'll pop up on my son too if I could. Right. <laughs> right. Show sure. his face. And your kids will remember that, and they'll be thankful for that that you were there. And those are experiences and moments that they can reflect. Like I remember when mom was at this. I, you know, what I'm saying. So it's just beautiful to see that you're doing that. I love it, and so. With the showing up and the support, let's talk about the, the goals of your business. Like I said, you you are here doing PR and the fact that you're balancing still working in the, the regular world and owning your own and they merge together. You're balancing it so well. So what are your goals as you are, as you say, at some point you won't be in a sector anymore. You're going to be just doing you, mm-hmm. you know, what, what is your plan to maneuver that? And, you know, I, I know your faith, your faith is strong. So, you know, what are your, your maneuvers for that? And how are you planning on processing that with the way life is right now? Wow, that's, this is why you have this platform because that's a really great question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have been reflecting about my next steps, my strategy, and um, I'm taking things another level this year, sis, um, oh. with my, my PR business. Um, and I say that because I love what I do. I love what I do. And I'm learning that because I love what I do, I can also use that gift to get financial peace. And that's where I'm at right now, sis. When I think about breaking generational curses, break, uh, providing generational healing, there is a space for that when it comes to uh, generational wealth building. Absolutely. And so I have made many mistakes in my entrepreneurship journey by not listening. I had the right people in my ear making, telling me what to do as far as managing, you know, your bookkeeping and your taxes and all that stuff. But I was young and I was like, this is money. So I was over here, you know, getting my hair done, having a personal trainer, living (laughs) above my means to the point where I was literally living paycheck to paycheck. And God said, Mm -hmm. no. I have student loans, sis. Remember, I went to graduate school, right? right? And so I had to humble myself and I had to learn the value of living a minimal life and taking the skill sets that I've had and the education and experiences, using that for my business 
And now for this year, what we're going to be doing when I say we're taking things up a notch, I have products that I'm about to release. I have new services coaching. You already know about that, but I'm fully promoting that. Um, You know, actually this month in March, you'll be seeing some content out there. And so all of it goes back to number one, this is my passion and I love serving others. Mm -hmm. I love serving others, but now I can make it a full cycle of now this is going back to the goal of financial peace. And so um, I've been doing ANJPR for a while and I've been doing more so like PR services. So like campaigns and, you know, three, four month contracts, you know, trying to get people placed in different media outlets. Now I want to teach people how to do that themselves. I want to teach people how to manage their brand. Right. And so that's another service offering. Now I'm about to roll out some products that people can learn for themselves how to do things. And so um, that's the strategy. And that is the goal that I have for the next two years as I get to 30 is making that revenue come in right through the business. And of course I have my salary, right? But the business allows me to go to another level when it comes to living a debt-free life. And that's what I really wanna do. Um, And so as far as full-time entrepreneurship, when God says so, when it makes sense, right? I was told, um, Ivy Taylor, I don't know if you know her, but she is the person that manages the philanthropy of Beyonce. I had a chance to be in the room with her and she was facilitating a workshop. She said, I did not transfer to my full-time business until my business was making just as much or more than my full-time job. And that's when I transferred. And I think she was probably at her forties. I have to correct me if I'm wrong, when she made that move. And so for me, it's like, I love living a abundant life. Absolutely. And if I can do that by still managing two things, people do it all the time, girl, you know that. Absolutely. Um, You work and you had your own event planning company. So that is pretty much like you got to have eight streams of income. Like that's pretty much the status quo. But now I'm at a place now where I really understand how it can make sense really to get to your financial goals. Mm -hmm. And then number two, how can you expand your businesses, your business to offer more things than what you typically have done so you can get to that business goal? And so I'm at a, a, a turn up mode, sis. I'm oh, on a turn up mode. Oh, we and, up. Uh, okay, 2021 about to be turned up. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm yes, excited ma'am. about that. And especially with the financial piece, because, you know, being military, a lot of us get in debt. And I'm not ashamed. I've gotten in debt over the years. And I told God, you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a military one more year so I can be financial set free, including my car. And so I was, you know, praying with my husband and everything else. And we're really big about our ties and offers. We don't play no games about our I don't miss this. I tied an offer bi-weekly. Every paycheck. Yes, every two weeks, government give me my check. Jesus, here you go. I I don't miss a beat. And I, and I noticed that when I'm doing that and the goals that me and my husband have set, we've noticed things have been going to where I'm like, okay, I have a house in Oklahoma City. I'm about to sell that. Well, okay. that's about to pay off majority of my debt that I have once I sell that home. And I'm like, okay, God, all right. And then my husband's like, well, pay off some of your car. That's going to be only debt that we really have. And so even now to the point, our stimulus check, you know, we, we stepped on a favor. Like you said, 2020 was a year to where I'm paying for a wedding. I lost a whole venue. And in my head, I'm like, I still got vendors to pay. I still got this to do. And God was like, you either going to trust me or you're not. Right. Okay, God, I'm going to trust you. We got a whole stimulus check and our stimulus check, 90%, we blessed other people. Amen. I, I, we went even to a point where 
we was blessing people every week to where we started off with one person and we started off with two people to where it got to six people every week. And we're not talking about $5. We're talking about $20 for you to go get lunch or buy some groceries. And when we got the stimulus check, I was laughing because my husband was like, we ain't going to do no $20 this time. Let's do a hundred. What? You want to do a hundred? Wait, hold on. Wait, you want to do a hundred? He was like, and you know what that's called? That's called a cheerful giver, sis. Yes. And, I, and you know, for him, that was stepping out on faith. He's like, I'm going to do what God told us to do. Because at the end of the day, we wasn't hurting. Right. He was able to buy groceries. Um, yes, I got a military paycheck. But however, I still got bills. I still got debts. I got a car note. Mind you, I had a wedding to pay for. I lost the whole venue. So, oh, and I'm running a business that's not getting any money right now because COVID. So, yeah. well, Jesus, what are we going to do? And so I, I trusted God. I, I, okay, God, we're going to give away this money to where... All vendors got paid. We we had money that's flowed in. And so where now we're like, okay, we're getting our taxes back. I was just gonna say that in savings and you know, do we gotta do? And so when we sell this house to move, you know, that's gonna clear up all of our debt. Right. Every ounce to both of our cars. So where when we move, we're gonna be debt free. I'm gonna be like, okay, so that right. you know, so that's my ultimate goal, 2023. I will be debt free. I will be debt free before I retire from the military. Um, that is my goal. That is my, that's my, that is my per heart confession. My, our home will be debt free. We won't owe nobody nothing outside of a mortgage to build a brand new house from this one. Cause this house is built. That's a beautiful feeling. And that's, that's the goal that I want to get to, um, is that. And so, um, my purpose is to make sure that I serve others, but again, I'm breaking generational curses and setting a new standard for, you know, financial legacy that's different yes that's different yeah it 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 all goes back to servitude and i'll tell you something the tithing wow it's powerful this it's it's powerful i i went a whole year not doing it me and my husband hit a rough patch in our marriage and i gave up on him and ties and offering i was done and i didn't pay ties and offer for a year and some change and I never forget it when God came to me and was like, we had just got back into church and um, 2019, God was like, you're going to trust me. You're not. Okay, Jesus, I'm trusting. I'm trusting. And um, it was December, 2019. I said, okay, God, I'm going to pay my tithes and offering. January the 1st, 2020, I paid tithes and offering again and paid every two weeks since have not stopped. And I'm like, okay, God, this don't look right, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. And I noticed that you know, no, I don't always, there's days I'm still living paycheck to paycheck because things has been happening. However, though, I always tell people our words are powerful. I'm not broke. I may not have the money that I want to do certain things, but it also means I don't need to do it at that point of time. So I'm not broke. We're not hurting. Mortgage is paid. Lights are on. Water is running. So, you know, I have my, my necessities. I may not have a pair of shoes I want right now, but really, honestly, I ain't even gonna lie. Where we going? I'm okay. okay. I'm right now. Right. It's you okay. Have, God has given you everything you need. Yep. And that's all that matters. And what matters is the discipline. Yes. And the faith. I shifted my whole lifestyle. I told you at some point I was living above my means. When I tell you I downsized, yeah. I downsized this. And I started tithing and God was like, oh, here's an extra check that we were supposed to get paid. 3K, you were supposed to get paid two, three years ago. I'm like, huh? Is banks be hitting you? Credit up? going up, like waking up the next day, like 
God can do anything. I tell you, God is the bomb, man. Because I'm telling you, when we was giving out money every week, you know, let your bill pretty high and stuff like that. And I never forget, it was the month of our wedding and everything started to come in and the bills looked real small. It was confused. I was like, wait, this bill is $95 for electric in the summer where I'm home all day. $95? I ain't complaining, Jesus. Appreciate you. A $95 electric bill. And honestly, since we've been home, I'm I'm hearing people, I'm reading electric bill three, four, five hundred dollars. And we're sitting over here with hundred and twenty dollars and and i'm over here like well you go god i'm gonna thank you you know my husband was able to buy a truck in the pandemic you know um i'm starting a master's degree and so it's like you are congratulations thank you it's over and you know so i'm in the process of doing things uh and and that goes back to you know how i've watched you guys it's the faith level that you're having as you maneuver in your business and I, I, when I started, I am Shatoria that, that I, I kid you not, I don't, I don't want to say it was a fluke and because that's definitely discrediting what God was doing, but it, it's not something that, you know, how you wake up and you know, okay, I want to do this. Like you said, being a PR, you started your business. I am Shatoria was not that way. Liberty events was that's event planning was my thing, but I am Shatoria and people always say, so what is that? I was like, it's me. It is a company that is about me. I'm giving out things that I did not have growing up. I didn't have affirmation. I didn't have someone telling me you can be anything. I didn't have someone reminding me with affirmation cards that I'm beautiful, I'm this and this and this. So, and it was like, well, how was it birthed? It was birthed when I was birthed. And I was reborn again in 2020 because God was like, you're, you're gonna be your birth. And so 2020, my word was birth. And I'm like, birth, okay, because 2019, it was push. And 2020, it was birth. And I and God was like, this is the year of birthing for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm getting promoted in the military the whole time now. That is not what he was talking about at all. He he birthed a whole new me. Um, so definitely, like you said, keeping that faith, wanting that financial freedom, because I won't even lie. When, when you're building a business and you're spending a whole lot of money when you already got debt, and you like, Jesus, this is a whole lot of money I'm spending. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? That's when you got to have that faith and, you know, just allow Jesus to do what he do. Because I ain't gonna lie. The, the money, I was like, okay, God. And I noticed it was just flowing. Things were just happening. Like a whole book. No, mm-mm. Jesus, I'm not doing that. And, you know, podcasting, that's, that's money, you know, doing all these things. And it's like, okay, God, I'm gonna trust you. And... I'm watching him just grow things that mm-hmm. I might personally myself never woke up and say, I want to do that. I, I didn't wake up and say, I want to go in the military. It just happened that way. So, you know, I definitely feel you when you say the financial freedom and those things. And I think a lot of people, they, they see what God wants them to do and they don't pursue it because they, they don't see the end. They're not looking at their end result. They're looking at how to get there and they don't want to walk through that through those fires and those colds and those issues to get to, you know, B. To get to A to Z, you got to go through a lot of letters. Sure. Get to A and B, you still got a whole lot of trials you still got to get to to get to B. And so I think a lot of us are unsuccessful in business because we're not looking at the end result. We're looking at the, this is what it looks like right now. I'm not financially there. I'm not mentally there. 
And we put so much thoughts in what we can't do to where we don't say, I can do this. And then we honestly, and we look for certain support systems so we can do it. And that's the other issue too. When we start looking beyond what God is saying, we look at people and we allow them to tell us the, the ins and the outs and the ways to go. And so that's one of the things that I've always prayed about is those, like me, you said earlier, those in my circle, those that's in the circle. Um, even if that, that support is somebody rooting me on over here. And then I got another person like you, Hey, I got this class. I want to teach you how to brand yourself. Hey, babe, I want to, I want to join that. It's the time you take to push yourself to get from A to Z. I'm like, okay, Jesus, you want me to get the A to Z? I see Z and I see what it can do. But something that you said off camera just literally resonated in my head. Um, there's so much more with what I'm doing now that I didn't see beforehand. And that's, you know, so it's a possibility I've been looking to maybe T and you see more that's, you know, pushing it all the way out to Z. So I appreciate you, you know, telling me your heart and what you see, because sometimes I need to hear that and be like, oh snap, I can go, I can go a little farther. Wait a minute. Because honestly, I don't, I don't look past that. I look past, okay, so what can I do right now? Yeah. And then you got people like you, like, nah, we can go past this. Like, and, and no, you can do that. So I always remind my listeners, you, I, I don't, I, I never say sky's the limit. To me, it's not. God has a whole universe. So girl, come I'm on reaching. I mean, you started to land something on Mars. Hold on. We can get some. Why is your limit to the that. stars when God is like, hold on, I did a whole universe with other planets and y'all talking about stars. Jesus, can I get to Pluto? Let my faith get all the way to Pluto, you know, towards that end. So I thank you for that nugget that you gave me early because it literally just resonated. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I'm, maybe I'm looking at a T up until a T. And you like, I need you to go past T. I need you to go down the alphabet a little more. Yes. So, so I know I'm a little second on the inside now. Okay. Yeah, that should be. And you hit it. That's why community is so important. Your community has the trajectory to let you know how far you can go. Absolutely. In your community, you have to have an accountability partner. You have to have somebody that is a business accountability partner. Absolutely. I have a business sister that is an accountability partner that I check in with bi-weekly to say, sis, I'm thinking about this. Here's what I'm going through right now. This is a pain point. What can you offer? How can you, what should I do? You okay. have to have a community that has that, a business accountability partner. You have to have a community that includes a mentor, someone that has been yeah. there, done that, and that can shepherd you along the way and that can give you advice. You have to have a community that has a sponsor, someone that knows the right person to talk to, to advocate on your behalf so that you can get a seat at the table, whether it be a job Ooh. or a contract. Absolutely. You have to have a community that includes a coach that can provide you best practices, that can provide you assignments to start allowing you to think bigger and to strategize your plans moving forward with your business. And so that's why a community is important because at the end of the day, sometimes you think your community is your bestie or you think your community is your mother, but they can't show up the way that you expect them to because they don't have the capacity to. And that's okay. Absolutely. But we have to be intentional about getting the right people in our community. And that takes time and that takes wisdom. That takes prayer, spirit of discernment. Some people we thought were supposed to be rooting Amen. for us. They ain't 
they couldn't show up. Why? Because of their limiting beliefs, right? Because sometimes people are self-sabotagers. They're they're conflicted because, well, I don't want to help her because I don't want her to steal this idea or, you know, there's a lot of different issues that they're dealing with that they can't even pour because they're pouring out of scarcity, not out of abundance. And so Mm -hmm. when you have a community of people, those people are pouring out of abundance. They don't have no fear because they know that at the end of the day, God controls everything. And we don't own any of it, sis. Now, the way you said they pour out of scared, but not out of abundance. That's deep right there, though. That's that's, deep. that's that. That's not even a half cup of water right there. That glass ain't even halfway when you pouring out. of. And then, honestly, if you don't have a spirit of discernment and you allow somebody to pour into you out of their own scaredness, then they're filling up your spirit with things that are not of okay. Christ and your business is not going to flourish that way. It'll be at a standstill. I can speak from it. I'm not just talking about, you know, friends or business partners. I'm talking about people that are in your home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about people that you date, you know, people yep. that have an intimate part of you that could also be a detriment to your purpose in life because they're pouring out of what? Scarcity, right? Yep. They're not doing the work the themselves. And so they're worried that you may soar, but they ain't got their ish together. Girl, you know what? I, I am blessed in that department. I, I, I constantly second, I, I always second check it with the hook. I'm like, but babe, and I'm doing so much. And he'd be like, no. He was like, look, he was like, I knew who I married when I married you. You was already doing a whole lot of stuff when we got married. And he was like, who am I to tell you what God has called you to do? He was like, why would I, like with the book and everything, that's a lot of details about me that I placed out there. You know, I'm, I'm your wife, you know, it's a lot of stuff. And he was like, that's your life. Who am I to tell you not to put a book out? He's, I'm not here to give you permission. I'm here to support you because at the end of the day, your success is going to reign. And that's one of the biggest blessings that I have with him. It's the, babe, I want to do such and such. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, he'd be nonchalant with it, but he truly, he'd be like, like recording podcasts. He, I mean, he'll get on my case. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. You better go find you the best mic. You better go do this. And I'd be like, oh, I love it. Do that. <laughs> he do it. He, he'll get on my case. Well, if you're going to do this, why are you going to have it? You might well go and spend the money for the mic. You got it. He's like, no, don't do that to me. That's so you know, cool. even when it came down to when I read, when I branded I Am Tutorium, I knew how much money was going to cost. And I was like, babe, because we have a share credit card. And at the time we had just paid some stuff on some wedding stuff. And I was like, hey, this is really on my spirit. He was like, babe, just put the deposit on the credit card. And I was going to pay the rest of it out of my bank account itself over time. So I had a payment plan. But the fact that he was like, I believe in you that much. I want you to go put it on the card. It's just a deposit. It's fine. It ain't going to kill us. We all right. And I'm like, that's important. You know what? The thing that you're talking about is that you all have a solid communication. Yes. Where the fact that you have the respect to make sure that you vet things with your husband. Right. And he still comes back and supports you and says, yeah, you should do this, but I need to make sure that it's a one, you know what I'm saying? And he has that expectation for you. It's awesome. I know that there are a lot of women that they wouldn't be as sharp as they were without their, their Boaz there to make sure that it's in order. And so I really think that you should definitely elevate those type of stories, even within your podcast as well. Oh, absolutely. Share some of that in your book, but people need to realize that, especially, you know, speaking from a single woman myself, 
we need that type of hope and that type of like, oh, Tori's got it. Why why wouldn't God bless me with somebody, a partner that would be supportive, right? And what I said 10 years ago, I was like, well, you know, such and such and get married, I should be able to get married and find the one too, huh? Oh, so this may mean something then, okay. <laughs> I'm telling we're going to talk about this offline because I'm telling you, when I told you earlier, faith was in this relationship, literally like, that, right. was, that was nothing but faith. And I, I will say God has truly blessed me with a person who is, compl- uh, he is a, a huge supporter. And like I said, I second guess myself some days because you know, as a woman, you biblically, you know, my husband is the head regardless. Right. And so I never want to do anything that like I, people laugh at me, but I'm not going outside with my head wrapped up because at the end of the day, I still got a whole husband, you know, oh, okay. around. I'm not doing that um, right. because I respect him. However, though, I, I still respect my household and making sure that, yes, I got a business that I run, but you know what? I'm making sure we spend time. And even though some days we'll agree because our schedules are so bad right now, our our quality time and support can come with, we watch the craziest shows together. Like we watch 100 Day Homes, Marriages First Sight. We watch <laughs> shows together in the living room while we still teaching baby girl because we're home, but that's our quality time because, oh, by the way, he's a full-time student too. I'm full-time military and I'm okay. Got it. So, okay. It's like, we can't go on a date date However, this is our date, eating a firehouse sub while okay. we watching Married at First Sight, giving each other critiques like, babe, you really think he about to do that? Or, you know, playing a guessing game when we're watching 100 Day Hunt, what you think the square footage is? You know, crazy stuff like that. That's part of being in that relationship and support. So even now, like, I think I told him like five times yesterday, babe, I turned my book into the publisher. And he just laughed and was like, I know, babe, you told me like earlier this afternoon, but he's like, no, really, I am proud of you though. Like you did it, like you actually did it. So you're definitely right about that. You got to know your your community. Um, I'm blessed to have you in my community because I'm very tight about who gives me business advice. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with the, what I think and I know. I am not perfect. So in the business, I don't, I'm still growing. So I want to be with women like you, who's already there to where I can get the nuggets off of you to where, guess what? I can talk to somebody else later about it, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, feed into them. And so me being in the mentorship field now, I'm in the mentorship of event planning to where I'm telling people, no, let's look at this contract again. Mm-mm. Why are you charging that much? No, ma'am, get what you deserve. Stop undercharging you because somebody came back and told me the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, now with that, a question for you, what is one of the, you know, we start in business, you know, we, we sometimes look broke, you know, we, we, we will here struggling. What is one of your fondest memories that you have with starting your business? Hmm. Fondest memory? Mm-hmm. Well, man, um, dang, there's so many memories. I just remember starting my business, but I'll tell you something. I think one of the things was after my first year of like starting business officially, I was just like, I got to do something different because I was attracting the clients that just were not the best. Like they wanted these big PR campaigns, like they were Beyonce and they had all these expectations. And at the time I wasn't charging nothing compared to what I charge now. Cause I was trying to get my, you know, clientele and stuff like that. But I just remember 
at some point, I think it was like that year and a half mark or almost two years where I was like, yo, I got to do something different. And I think I had engaged, I had a business coach that I had before I decided to relaunch. So I had a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. And I re-engaged my business coach and I realized that I had to do a shift in the way that I was marketing my business in the way that I, my messaging was because it was coming off in a way where I was getting those clients that I didn't want to deal with. And so I think that's why I go back to the community. It's so important to make sure that you engage with credible, credible people that have been there and done that so that they can provide you their expertise and their experiences so that you don't have to go through the same pain points that they did go through. And so I truly believe, and I think you're a great example, you have to pay to play. And so you have to invest to get the right resources and the right people to take your your brand to the next level. And so it's so important to do that, you know? Um, But that was definitely something in my mind, like, if I could reflect, I remember the moments where I was like, yo, I may not be doing business no more because I can't. Because it was it was one of those things where it was mentally draining type. And I know you know that from like the event perspective. They don't want to pay you your coins. And I, I laugh when you said that because I remember my, uh, my, my event planner mentor, uh, Anita, I love her. Anita, I don't, I, I cannot remember how men Anita met, but I do remember she messaged me and was like, hey, I have this course that I'm trying to try out. I'm like, okay, event planning course. I can do it, no problem. And I remember I was going TDY to New York and she was like, we're starting it on this day. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in New York. Okay, but I really wanna learn. And I remember my boss was like, hey, we're gonna go out to eat, we're gonna do this. I was like, "Uh, I gotta be back in my room by seven o'clock. I got a class, I got homework. Um, is this like, like, mili- you know, because, you know, military, they pay for TA. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 right. this is my business. And they was like, oh, you serious? I was like, yes. I was like, I'm trying to learn. And at this time, I won't even lie. I was charging people $800 for event planning. That's event planning and design. Oh, wow. I right. wish I knew back then, child. <laughs> I was like, and I never forget working with Anita and she, she gave us these outlines and I promise you, I was like, wait, now mind you, I've been doing event planning since 2003. So and this is 2017 and you got me looking at this stuff and I'm doing something new. Wait, I don't know nothing about these contracts. Oh, wait, time, time. And so we did this uh, every week for a couple of weeks. And like you said, we have to show up and be present. So that was one of the things, you know, I'm TDY, I'm charging 800. So I finally learned my worth and I went from charging people $800 for planning and, um, design to where now my contract is um design starts at three thousand for a hundred people and that's design alone that does not include the planning portion which is also logistics um yeah no and that starts right there at fifteen hundred dollars and that is for a day of so yeah so you know i grew in that and then i had i had to learn my work like wait i'm doing all this work like because i'm not just starting your stuff when i get to the wedding day no 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 i'm starting your stuff the day you sign contract so it's a lot of work and I deserve my payments. And then yeah. I literally had to learn how to not be scared to say, you know, you got to pay for my travel. No, you paying for my travel, but I got to come out of town. And I started to see doors open. I started doing events out of state. People like, no, I, I want you. I, I want your expertise. I'm like, word. And even though I've said I am not doing um, event planning anymore, I still get called, so you're not doing none. What do you want? 
well, what about it? I pay you to do this? And you'd be like, oh, it's not, it's not so bad. But I also know how to outsource right. uh, now. So that's just a plus for me. So that's, so that was my, that was my <laughs> learning how to be in business and know my worth and, you know, not go anywhere. So with that, as we're ending, first of all, if you can lead, there's two questions. So um, what is, you kind of mentioned earlier, what are some new projects you got coming up? So I'm so excited, sis, because I'm like you. I, number one, I'm like you, but I want to say you have definitely set the bar high and letting go of fear and doing. And sometimes we have so many ideas, sis, that we're just like, oh, it's an idea. And then you make excuses like I got so much stuff going on and all that stuff. But God has allowed me to sit still and to think about how I can elevate my brand and my company. So I'm excited to say we are full force officially launching our coaching program for entrepreneurs. And this is specifically for people who are like myself, work full-time job, full-time career, but they have their business and they're looking to either they're starting up as a startup or they need to pivot, meaning that they need a new audience to engage, like they need a rebrand, or they just don't have the capacity to do it and they need to be taught how to do it, right? And so the coaching program will go through a series of sessions focused on business development. So branding, understanding your target audience, understanding your competitors, understanding where your brand sits at in the market right now, right? doing that audit and being real with yourself through different frameworks and activities. So we start with branding, we go to marketing, right? We go to how you're branding your business. Do you have your font colors identified? Do you have your brand colors, your logos, all those things and understanding what the look and feel of your brand is and how that will psychologically impact your potential consumer. Then we go into PR, storytelling. At this point, you know for a fact that people do not buy products, they buy people. They buy the story behind the product. There's a thousand, millions of event planners, but what makes you different than the rest is your story. Absolutely. And so storytelling is so important and there's a way you can maximize that with the media. And PR is different. And we talked about this in the mentorship circle. PR today is not what PR was the top of 2020. Nah. And so I want to make sure that people are equipped to know how to, to package their press materials to get media placements when it comes to broadcasts, radio, television, podcasts, online publications. And now dealing in this digital age, interviews with on IG live, like getting placements with really top influencers and journalists in that way, right? And so we go into PR, we go into customer experience. How are your, how are your clients experiencing your brand? When they decide to uh, become a client, what are some of the, what's their journey like? And what are some of the pain points? Is it easy to access your email, email you? Are you responsive? When you go to your website, does it show everything that you offer or is it questionable? All of those things, how you make the experience for your consumer matters. And so we talk about that and the strategy around that. So that's the business development framework that I have built some really great playbooks to go with that. 
that in addition to coaching on business development, I'm also going to be selling these playbooks and playbooks, meaning this is going to be an ebook to talk about how you, you know, um, strategize your audience, how you do PR, all of those things will be on sale and they will be ebooks. So it's actually going to be a book. It's going to be a short 10 minute read, but you also get to hear my voice and teach you and walk you through all of those, um, again, best practices and frameworks to take your business to the next level. In addition to that, the playbooks will also talk about goal setting, prioritization. Sometimes we have really great ideas and big goals for our business, but we have to prioritize because if we're a full-time uh, worker and we have kids and we have a husband, we can't do everything. It's not realistic. And so we have to prioritize our goals. And so um, that goes along with the coaching, but that also is the product that will be an ebook that will be available in April. So we're taking it up a notch with business coaching. And again, this is a specific audience. There's a lot of business coaches out here, but I'm talking about the people that live the walk that I do where they have to balance a full-time career and they want to scale their business at the same time. And so there's a different way you have to move with that. Right. And so that's what the coaching is focused on. And then we're selling products for those that don't have the time to have those two hour sessions monthly. I'm going to give you the tool guide. You can buy it offline. It's going to be great. It's going to be packaged really well. I'm super excited about it. And we'll also be continuing the mentorship circle, sis, uh, 2021, fall 2021. Sis, I would love to have you a part of, again, speaking. We already, you already said it. We're going to figure it out but it's going to be a two-day summit. It's going to be an in-person experience where we're going to do a business speed dating networking event at a Black-owned restaurant, sis. More details to come. And then the next day will be a virtual experience so that we can make sure that we're giving a free experience across the world, across the United States virtually. And we'll have guest speakers such as yourself to pour into other dynamic professionals that need to be poured into. Now, I love that. Uh, I would, like I said, the, 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 the mentorship uh, circle, TMC, was hands down one of the best experiences ever um, to be able to be among like-minded women, you know, that's, that's trying to grow. And we're not talking about just an event planner, like just different aspects, just, and then the, the love that I have is that all of us are still in contact with each other even afterwards. And we yeah. still out here just like doing big stuff. So I love the messages when I said, I'd be like, yes, let me find out. Let me, let me find out what you're doing. I'll change for group because I was, I don't even use group me by the way. I was like, I'm on social more than I am. So I just made that message and I want to keep the momentum going because God said community is important. Absolutely. And I struggled during this time with COVID. I don't know if you can relate but I struggled with the connectivity because I was so used to the planner suite and meeting different professionals that we didn't have the same access. And I wanted to break into a new space of pouring into other people because God had elevated me. I got promoted. I got more money with my job, debt, getting paid like this. I'm tight and consistently. I'm like, God, how can I show how appreciative I am of you and what you're doing in my life, in my healing and so that's where the mentorship circle was birthed, sis. And so when I realized people like you, and there was, there was probably a few people like you that showed up and was excited, I said, you know what? I want to keep the momentum for people like Shatoria right. that, that needs that consistent community, whether it's us just pouring into each other saying, hey, I just submitted my book to my publisher. 
or hey, let me send this motivational quote because today I'm feeling good and I want you to feel that same energy. Child, do you know how helpful that is on days like this? When we're COVID? You know, I love the little messages that I get when I post on the, um, the I Am Shatoria IG page. And people are like, man, you just be blessing the timeline with stuff. And I, I literally pour out what God is telling me. Yes. You know, it's, it's one of those things I feel like, and then I ain't gonna lie. So I pour out, where is that? I pour out what God is telling me. And God was like, take that same thing, put on the shirt. What? Yes. Let me, let me step out on that faith. And so we did it for the month of February and um, March. We have our, our love collection, as we call it. Oh my gosh. So we have our love collection and it just, it got me excited because it was like, man, shit, well, let, me, let me go put these. I'm sitting here putting stuff on affirmation cards. I'm going to put these affirmations on t-shirts. Okay. And so it's like, oh, oh, let me. And then, oh, I got like you. Um, I got like you. I have that. So your, <laughs> your room was my inspiration and I was just looking at it and I kept thinking it in my head. So I did something. And so we officially have oh, our, our pillows. We have the I am pillow. And then we have the begin, the begin anywhere pillow, which is our saying for the year, begin anywhere. That is our oh, of the year. And so it's one of those pillows you can just look at and just be like, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one, I'm, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping on my faith and just going. And to all, everybody who's listening, when she talks about the ebooks, let me tell you how important it is to, to be able to get these books and everything else. So when I decided to start my podcast, you know, there's a lot, of, like you said, there are a lot of entrepreneurs and, and aspects of things. There, there's people who are not really about the business and people who are just trying to make money. So I follow this young lady by the name of Lita Green, who is a podcaster. And I started to look at her stuff. I was like, okay, she's dope. I, I like her. And she, she did what you're talking about. And so she put out this big old content book. OMG, I had to pay, Lord knows. But this is a content book planner. So this is the actual planner and I actually have a content book. Um, and so I purchased this. I, it came downloaded. I did, I printed it out from my computer at home and I went over to Staples and had them mat it together. And in this book, it keeps me accountable with all my podcasts. It keeps me accountable for all of the podcasts. How did I, you find her or how did you? I literally, so you, that's somebody in social media when you be looking up stuff like podcast equipment and stuff, things start popping up in your, right. in your, your line. And so I saw a couple of people, but her stood out. Not okay. because she was a black woman, but it was just something about her whole aura, her, her speaking, and it spoke to me. So when I looked up her content, I looked up her information, I took it and I said, you know what? Let me, let me pay for it. God is going to cost me some money. Let me, let me go ahead and pay for it. Right. Um, and so I said, okay, all right, cool beans. And so I paid the money, downloaded, and like I said, I use, and I use it. So I'm glad I, I don't, my content book somewhere here. So the content book, just like you do, it had on in there the templates. It had on there, you know, what items you can use to, you know, download and record and all those things and what she uses. And so I used that as a content to even help me with what my first season, which was my very beginning of podcasting. I used it to tell me, okay, Tori, this is how you need to do your um my my advertising this is kind of what you need to say and when I finally got my own flow I now do my own thing right I still have it as a study guide just in case I may forget something I still go back sometime and I still use it 
Um, I didn't use the planner as much. It made me nervous. But now I'm actually using it because this is now how I schedule outside of my actual other planner. This is how I schedule my podcast now. It's like, okay, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. I had a goal set. And I don't know if you remember Crystal Brown, Christina Brown gave us a tasker in one of our TMC circles. Oh, Christian. Uh -huh. One minute to do it. And I said, I wanted a certain amount of um, downloads. So I've exceeded those downloads first season. So I've had over 700 downloads first season. We're now in second season and numbers are still going up. So, you know, it's like, okay, let me, let me keep going. Let me, so, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Now, if you can leave, as we close out, if you can leave people with anything, you know, um, what would be the, what would be something you would tell people that you would leave them with? Keep God first. Um, I am a woman of faith and none of this, none of my life has any type of meaning without him. He is the creator. And if you don't have faith in him, your life will be very hard. And so I just thank God that he has been, he's showed up in a mighty way. And there have been some hard times personally with business, with my career, but God, that's all I can say, but God, he continues just to put a smile on my face, sis, because this life is hard. And so um, it's important that with that, we have time spent with him daily. He should be the, the first person you wake up to, whether you're journaling, writing to him, praying, listening to your inspirational music, and he should be the last person, right? And so everybody has their own recommend and how they place him, but I feel like I've been able to soar because of my faith and my dedication to making sure that I have a consistent relationship with God. Amen. This year, I said, God, take me to another level. I want to get more embedded into the word of God and really know him on a deeper level. And so that's what I'm doing, because when you start to put him and position him first, baby, everything else continues to follow. And he so that that's what I that's all I got to say. Keep God Absolutely. first and you will not have you'll be fine. Absolutely. I want you to tell everybody how they can get in contact with you, even though we're going to have your stuff on there, but how, how they can contact you um, for PR questions, advice. And then if you want to be part of the TMC later on, you guys got to follow her. So, but tell everybody how they can, you know, get in contact with you. Yes. So for PR, marketing, brand management services, coaching, um, and of course our social impact of the mentorship circle, you can email me. My email is Ashley dot, I'm sorry, Ashley at ANJPRConsultingLC.com. I'm also active on all social platforms. You can follow me at Queen Ash Ash and also my business at ANJPRConsultingLLC. And if you want to learn about what we do um, from the consulting, from the coaching, and from the experience perspective, you can visit the website www.ANJPRConsultingLLC.com. And we will have her stuff um, posted so you guys can easily go in there and chit chat with her. But again, thank you, Ash, for joining me tonight. Um, letting everybody, you know, learn. First of all, learn about AARP. That is, you know, it ain't just for the old vote, but, you know, to learn the real, you know, concept. And even talking about things that I wasn't even thinking about, like the financial wellness and things of that nature. Um, 
that's that's big and that's something that we as a black community don't talk about but you just now gave me another good show topic because we do need to talk about that um life insurance policies and all those type of things you know i ain't gonna lie i get tired of seeing GoFundMe accounts so we we need to have these discussions yes, i know so you know we need to talk about it so absolutely so that, that'll be a good session you're right about that i literally just saw a GoFundMe <laughs> about somebody's girl right like you like we got to take your better care of ourselves but we're gonna get there we're gonna get there and again it's gonna be a conversation we definitely have so again thank you for joining me today um so all of my listeners thank you guys for always joining i am shatoria you know you can check me out on social media um you know we on all platforms and our website i am shatoria.com where you know you're gonna get more information and do not forget about our podcast we on seven different airways so check us out check out our season one as it's still there and if you ain't caught up get caught up because season two we flowing right on along in season two as always you know i don't like to say goodbye we always say see you later and as always we walk in love we live fearlessly and we have a whole lot of faith you guys have a good night and guess what we're gonna be back at it real soon